Dog days are over. Dog days are over. That's really hard to clap along. Yeah. Phil Collins can do it. Well, I'm not Phil Collins. You're not? Him and his potato drums. Potato. What? Yeah, his... (laughs) Potato drums. That's a really dumb joke. It's not even my joke. That's joke plagiarism. Nope, I'm keeping it in. You never know. The dumb jokes might get a huge laugh from our (laughs) listeners. That's the part, is that we never know what they're finding funny until somebody mentions it, tweets about it. Yeah, hey, someone uh, tweet at us with like a voice memo of you laughing if you found any of an episode funny yeah we start a youtube channel it. and film yourself listening to our show and yeah don't <laughs> listen out loud or anything listen to it in headphones so it's just yeah, you so we, staring at a camera we can't hear it and then uh Jake. don't tell us when you start or anything so we can't even <laughs> sync it up just and just go ahead and laugh out loud for us but in the <laughs> in, but in the pip screen the picture and picture screen make sure you have it up on the artwork of the show but we don't. But we can't hear what's happening. <laughs> this is why yeah, you, you could go ahead and produce <laughs> some content for us. That yeah. would be really you go ahead this and is why uh, we need just a, uh, create TikTok a show so they can for just duet us. They just duet us, then we're done. Yeah, there's, but then we the have content. to choose what part of the show they think is funny, and then somebody has to duet us. Then we'll be like, <laughs> I don't know if they laugh or not. So that's fun. That was fun right there. You're listening to The John Chi Show, hosted by three Korean-American adoptees diving headfirst into what it means to be adopted, Korean, American, and more. And now, here's your hosts, Nathan, Patrick, and KJ. Welcome back to The John Chi Show. I am Nathan. (laughs) And that's the show. I am here with co-hosts Patrick and KJ. They I'm a bad me, co-host. They let me have Why are you a bad co-host? I don't know I why. didn't Because I didn't yes and Nathan. I am, I think, the worst of the three co-hosts, KJ. Hello, I think, everyone. I think I'm also the worst co-host, Patrick. Nope. Hello. You're the dictator of the podcast. Yeah, More I like think we've already established this, haven't we? Just because I'm the, di- I mean, being the dictator would denote that I am the worst one. Of all, I, I mean, ethically, yes, but you know, in terms of production quality, I think that you're <laughs> well, I don't, really high up there. I mean, I so. don't think that we've stated I'm a tyrannical dictator or a benevolent dictator. Okay, let's a not get into through. the ethics of <laughs> semantics tyranny and yeah, other things. You know, I'm just saying, ethically, you're the worst. <laughs> you're the best. Well, I mean, so, tomato. For me, potato. it's the opposite. I think I have the moral high ground, but I have like the. I'm the baseline, like absolute worst for uh, production quality. So, don't do it, Anakin. I have the high ground. <laughs> you underestimate, you underestimate <laughs> my power. power. Oh, that is the John Chi show where we just make random Star Wars quotes. And oh, yeah, sorry. somebody rein us in. If you don't know that, then uh, keep up. But uh, that was fun. We are the John Chi show. <laughs> We are not about Star Wars quotes. We are about Korean adoption. Hey, don't tell me what I'm not about. <laughs> don't tell me what I Korean am or am not about. Jedis. Hey, that's true. Technically, as we've already discussed, Star Wars has adoption-related topics, so it all works. But uh, we are the John Chi Show. We are. are. Happy to be here. Patrick, what does John Chi mean for the new listeners? For new listeners, uh, John Chi, we define it as coming together in celebration 
uh, over a feasting of snacks and also a celebration of our heritage and our identities as Koreans, Americans, and adoptees. Um, yeah, that's pretty much Hopefully it. Hopefully Jedis. That's what we run with. I am a Jedi. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, what are we talking about and today, KJ? Yo, today uh, we're digging into the Korean Culture Dictionary by Sung Kang to talk about the dog days of summer and also other weird Korean foods. Weird by American standards, I guess. Um, I don't think the Korean food think their own food is weird. Korean no. people think their own food is weird. But True. As American Koreans who are also adopted, it yeah. can be odd. Perceptively. I mean, technically, when you say odd food, I mean, every culture has their odd food. So let's be honest. Let's, you know, it's different. It may be different. Let's let's just not call it odd. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. It was interesting that we called the the one thing, though, the, the first thing that it started with was talking about what do you eat on a hot summer day? And I think a lot of people would probably agree that they would eat cold things like ice cream or you know, sweet tea or lemonade or popsicles. I don't know. Something cold, right? That's what everyone wants. But uh, I have heard some people say that they like hot things. And I guess that's what some Koreans do is they eat hot soup. Do you guys eat hot soup on a hot day? Well, I mean, I like to eat hot stuff on hot days because it makes me sweat a lot. So, and the sweat then cools me down. And then that's just how science works. Thank you. Wow, that is very <laughs> Korean of you. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you. You never read that. You just decided to do that someday. No, I did. I mean, that's just that's just how I roll cuz I like hot stuff and I'm learning that that's probably part of the Korean in me uh is going towards the hot and the spicy. Uh I will say that this had probably the thing that caught my eye the most um talking about uh I will hopefully pronouncing this correctly. <clears throat> Il chill um fighting fire with fire uh essentially talking about the balance and that's why they choose to eat a hotter thing on a hotter day because it helps to balance out um internally balancing that out so essentially your exterior your exterior body is very hot which makes inside a little bit cold a little bit cooler i think uh, is what it says in the book. And so I like the idea of that balance oh, because I think it's... Iol chiol. Iol chiol. Isn't that what I said? Iol chiol. Iol chiol. Well, um... Iol chiol. Chiol. Yol. Yol. Yeah, yol. Is that what I'm saying? Yeah, and there's like a strong Y in there. So Iol chiol. Iol chiol. It's weird to say like that even though it's... Yeah, Iol chiol like that anyways um i just liked it because i like the idea of balance because i think that when we talked about the flag it's talking about balancing out all of the different elements of the flag and i think that's i think balance is something that in korean society they really strive for i guess uh even though there are things that are typically imbalanced and then there are also things like han and jung um where you're finding yourself on one extreme or the other so I feel like even though we're talking about food, this uh, eel chill is uh, chill is um, that balance is that middle ground, um, which I thought was interesting and also relating to hot foods on hot days. It's hot. Why fight it? Eat the hot stuff. If it's oh. hot, it, let typically it or it's 
it's specifically a saying uh, soups too, or not all soups, I guess, just hot health food. Boyangsik. Boyangsik. Health yes. food. Boyangsik. So, yeah, uh, so this section opens up with um, the idea of the dog days of summer, or the Korean word, boknal. Uh, um, so, yeah, so the the dog days of summer, as it's translated, is mid-July to early August. Is that right? No, mid-July to mid-August. Yeah. With, 10 days uh, 10 and 20, 20 days, days. Mm-hmm. in between each, respectively. Oh, there's two sections of... Oh, yeah. I missed that. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I was, I was reading too fast. So, uh, yeah, here it says right here, Bok now comes in three parts. Or Sambok, Chobok, and Jungbok. Uh, interesting. No, Chobok, Jungbok, and Malbok. Nope, yep, you're right. Uh, guys, here's the deal. Uh, <laughs> summer is the all pool. three days. I was, oh, yeah, somebody I was, I was, was the, enjoying the summer already. I was I at the pool, yeah, trying mm. to cool off from the dog days of summer in Texas. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, all right. So I'm I a little uh, sun drunk, if you will. Hey, uh, sun drunk. <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know. Uh, sure. All I right, think it's great. called sunburn. Most people call it sunburned. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not sunburned, but just, you know how your brain is after you, like, spend all day at the pool and then, like, yeah. you come back and you're just like, what even happened to me? So Very uh, much. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that's um, sun is the, the dog days of summer, which is where eating the hot, hot uh, foods comes into play. Um, I actually did this upon arriving in Dallas. I was meeting up with a friend and he decided to like, let's go for Korean food. So I had the, uh, samgitang, mm-hmm. um, because I had previewed this section before I had really read mm-hmm. it. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to try this. It's a hot day and I don't want to eat hot soup, but I did it. And then I cooled off for the rest of the day. And I was like, Hey, you're pretty smart. Koreans. You know, <laughs> I see you with your, with your hanehak, which is the traditional Korean medicine. So it sounds yeah. good. Ginseng chicken soup. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's restoring your balance and replenishing your body with essential nutrients. Mm-hmm. And I like the last line. It says, by the time you put the bowl, down the bowl, you'll be soaked in sweat. And you know, you're <laughs> yeah. ready to make it through the Korean summer, which sounds she is spicy horrible. One. Yeah. So. I know. I mean, I can, I, on a regular day, I get the food sweats. So why do I need uh, you know, hot soup? <laughs> I, but, if I go outside and it's above freezing, even one degree above freezing, I'm just pouring down sweat. It's terrible. <laughs> it's so terrible. I, I did learn something new, though, because uh, one of the soups it talks about is uh, chuoteng. Um, yeah, chuoteng. Chuoteng, which is loach soup. And I had to look up what a loach was, which is a what is it? type of fish. Kind of has huh. little whiskers, looks like a little mini catfish. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I had to look that up because I was like, loach, that does not sound appetizing. But uh, it's just a fish. So. Oh, you've I'm not be had honest, it before. No soup or porridge ever really sounds that appetizing <laughs> to me, even on a cold day when it would make sense for me to eat those things. I'm like, I'm just not a big soup, stew, porridge kind of person. Same. So hmm. it's kind of a bummer for me to find out that those are like real staples of Korean food. I'm like, nah. Same. I might skip out on mm. some of that. Wow. <laughs> as a as a person wrestling with an intersectional identity, I'll just be like, I'll eat it, but like, I don't know if I'll like eat it a ton. Yeah. Seek it out. I'll do the he one loves, bowl to be respectful soups. and then I'm done with it. I'm moving on <laughs> to another thing. <laughs> yeah, we eat a lot of soups over here. Um my kids like the soups. Uh I mean, you know, we were just talking last week about uh going to um Benihana and they have the you know that onion soup. And my both my kids like it a lot. Which I, I would never would have thought they would have liked that. So now I need to, I don't know, maybe I need to introduce them to like a French dip or something. But mm. well, I like French dip. Mm. <laughs> I really like a French dip. 
So, but yeah, yeah that's we different. You know, I'll dip things all day. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. Soups. Mm, I don't want to dip my spoon in no soup. <laughs> so. <laughs> The same yeah, I like the it's not. It's so different. What about the soup and crackers? The spoon is not soup. a carb. What about, okay, what I'll, about crackers? I'll dip carbs in a liquid all day. Mm. Okay, so that's where we're at. All yeah. right, uh, Patrick. What are some other boyang chic or other health foods? Oh, um, so there's John Bokjuk, uh, which is abalone rice porridge. It's abalone. Abalone. Yeah, it's essentially a Where's mollusk. The looks. It no, looks like kidding. a. Uh, Looks like a snail, so or a clam oh. kind of thing. They're very expensive. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and and I, then, oh, go ahead. They serve a lot of the uh, abalone and, and uh, Chinese uh, hmm. multi-course meals. I feel like I've it, heard of abalone before, or at least seen that word around. But yeah, apparently, I've been pronouncing like it incorrectly. Albacore. 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 <laughs> I don't know. You know what like that the word. tuna? Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Not a big. You know, there's tuna abalone guy. and then albacore tuna. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so you say that, right? Moving on. My um, bologna, bologna has a first name. Okay. H-O-M-E-R. Uh, the bologna next thing we have, the next boy young chic we have. The next boy young chic we have. I'm saying that good. Um, I don't know why I had to qualify that, but uh, Nakji. Hey, I approve your pronunciation. Nakji Bokum, which is mm-hmm. stir fried octopus. That's um, good. Have you guys had octopus before in any form? Oh, yes. I have. Uh, and Korean octopus is different than other octopus that I've eaten. What was the difference between the Korean and then whatever the other octopus was? Uh, well, I guess in my mind, I like when I had octopus the one time, I was thinking like, oh, I eat calamari. I'll enjoy octopus. But it's like meatier, you know, like there's more to it. And mm-hmm. so it's like more uh, chewy and squishy and like... Um, not like seafoody. I hate when people describe things as like fishy, but like you know, it's yeah. just like you especially taste fish. I hate it when they go, "This fish is fishy." <laughs> yeah, like that's a bad thing. But like you ordered fish, you'd be like, "God, this steak is steaky." Like well, you ordered the steak. What were you expecting? Some chicken tasting steak? Anyways, um, yeah. So I was expecting like squid, and so when I ate the octopus, I was like, "Oh, this is very different." Uh, so I think I, mostly I just hadn't set my expectation well. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just bigger and chewy and like it's just different, you know. Yeah, I think it's different so. how it's cooked as well. I mean, I've had some. Yeah. Really well, good... stir fried is also different than like deep fried. Sure. <laughs> well, I've never had deep fried octopus. I've only had like grilled octopus, and it's more of like a nice restaurant style seafood mm-hmm. place. So they're they're cooked very like perfectly, I would say, and it's just it cuts like a um, almost like a giant shrimp. I would say I mean, the, yeah. the way it feels, and so. Um, those are really good to me. I, I think that's that's the way I can eat it. I don't know if I'd, you know, I'd eat it stir fried as well. But uh, and I've had it on tacos before. There was a fusion place that I went to that had a fusion octopus tacos. Interesting. Um, and those were mm. pretty good too. So um, uh, you know, I don't know. Depends I've only on had it, it one time in Spain when I was a senior in high school. Didn't care for it. Hmm. Didn't care for it. <laughs> I yeah. think I was. But I'm sure even yeah. that would be such a different presentation. Yeah. I felt like it was we'll, just we'll a get... piece of octopus that they just cut off the octopus right now. <laughs> well, then that sounds uh, like what we're going to talk about in a little bit, but we'll get we'll get yeah. to that. Uh, okay, yeah. we got two more. Uh, the next one is Jungo Gui. Did I say that right? Close. Yeah, Jungo. 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 Jungo Gui. Okay, which is grilled eel. Grilled eel. Mm-hmm. And Dakjok, which is chicken rice porridge. 
That one sounds so pretty. Those are some listed Boyang Sheik. Yeah, Doc Chuck from the black and white picture of the book looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish there was solid color. food in black and white. Just does not do it for me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the next part of the book goes into, I guess, what KJ was talking about earlier about what could be considered weird or strange or different foods and why or controversial. So, so trigger yes. alert. Yeah, something that I actually feel like I've been seeing it go around a little bit more, but specifically uh, the next section talks about why, or it's titled, Why Do Koreans Eat Dogs? And so it's a pretty interesting section. Um, I mean, what do you guys take away from this? I think for me, I thought what was very interesting about the book and the way that they positioned talking about it, I felt like they went into very deep, a deep dive into justifying the practice of, of eating dog meat. And I think that's what I was really hung up on. I thought it was weird. I felt like it was kind of out of place in the way that they talked about it and got so specific when I feel like we've been getting really surface level on a lot of other stuff. And I'm not calling mm. them out for any way, in any way. I'm just saying the way that I kind of read this section was strange to me. I was wondering kind of what you guys got out of it. I was read dreading <laughs> reading this section because I knew it was coming because I perused the the book a little bit prior and, and uh, saw that it was a, a topic. And I've seen videos on it in the past, so I know that it's done and I know that it's it's still done and I know it's, you know, it's controversial. I, I love animals. So um, I did like that it talked about how it is a decreasing practice for anybody who might have... Uh, similar hesitations as I do to this topic. And so that made me feel a little bit better. But I mean, again, it's it's dogs. <laughs> and they even went as far as to state the breed of dog, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Not that, that that makes it any different to me. Like, oh yeah, that's the breed I don't like. So it's okay that they're they're killing those for, for meat. <laughs> so, well, it says that that dog is specifically bred for that yeah. purpose. And it, right. but, okay, so I guess to clarify... When I'm talking about them going very deep in terms of justification, they also point out how uh, during the siege of Paris and the German blockade that uh, mm-hmm. citizens were looking for alternate sources of food, which led to that. And like just just pointing out different countries that utilize dog meat. That's where I thought it was strange to go out of that way. I mean, I think that at the end of the day, it's just something that they were that that they that they used, that they found as a source of meat at some point. Uh, I feel like I need to read specifically a little bit more into it. But um, Well, I, I know, so dog, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of people think because it's domesticated animal and they're very smart and it's, you know, it's how can you kill a, a dog for meat? Um, but at the same time, I know there are some countries uh, like Japan that cook horse and you know, I know a lot of people who would find that appalling because horses are, you know, you know, so loved and, and utilized and ridden. And I mean, it's why would you eat horse? But you know, I don't know. Everyone, look at look at old uh, um, Wilbur, you know, or uh, you know, any any movie where there's an animal that's talking from Disney, and you know, that's probably been cooked and eaten. So. It, it it makes me want to go vegetarian after I read the section, but you know. How do you feel about other meats like fish or steak or lamb or pork or I, chicken? Fish, I'm completely fine eating any type. I don't have any connections with fish. <laughs> so, 
other animals, uh, pig and, and cows, probably not so much. I don't eat veal, um, you know, because I don't like that idea. But uh, yeah, there's def- definitely some meats that I am more against than others. Mm. Again, I think it's just a preference. Yeah, I think for me, so I think I thought this section was really interesting and I wanted to read just kind of the opening uh, thing. So it said, um, it wasn't until very recently that Samgitang became synonymous with health food. Before that, the undisputed number one king was Bushintang. Um, The soup which uses dog meat as its main ingredient has been believed to provide rich nutrients to heat wary Koreans while promoting stamina, as the name invigorating soup implies. The original name was gejangguk or dog soup. And so um, the thing that's, I think there's a number of things that are interesting. So just in the history of like eating dog meat and all of this with Korea, uh, I think it's really interesting and unfortunate, but like interesting that the dish itself has gone through a number of rebrands. The book cites uh, the 88 Olympics held in South Korea as like the main like inciting incident for mostly western countries being like how dare you eat dogs and mm-hmm. they're like but we've done this for thousands of years you know right and, and so it went one. through it was called um young young tongue and sachol tongue uh two different like seasons or sorry two different names uh for it to like stay under the radar but for people to continue eating food so for me, it just feels like, like I, Patrick, I kind of get what you're saying by like, oh man, this book really goes like out of its way to explain right. this. But like, also for me, I'm like, there were a bunch of Christians in South of uh, America who went out of their way to use um, the Bible to justify slavery. Oh, so, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, it's like it's one of those things. Like, if you feel like your uh, your way of life is being oppressed. Um, and being like disparaged by an outside force, then like, you know, you would go out of your way. Not that I'm saying that we should right. use the Bible to <laughs> to promote slavery. I feel like um, may have chosen the wrong side for uh, that metaphor, but you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, they're justifying my, it in a way. Yeah, I think my saying. point is, is like it's more just like I don't know. I thought about like the first thing I thought about was how um, in I think it's just Hindu. Uh, like religious, like the religion Hindu, not like all of India, um, but in um, Hindu, am I saying that right? The Hindu religion, whatever, um, that like cows are considered sacred, so you don't eat cow meat, right? Um, or for Islam, uh, they don't eat pork yeah, because pig. I think mm-hmm. that's considered uh, like a unclean animal. Uh, same with Judaism, as far as I remember. Um, you know, some sects of Judaism at least. So like, I think that there's lots of stigma around eating lots of different meats you know right so uh it just felt like like the author was really working to like since he's writing this for a western audience getting deep into like well here's like the history right you know and like why we're talking about this like it's not like we're not just like oh we hate dogs and so it was like no it's just like actually like realistically the only dogs that made sense or the only meat that made sense for us to eat back in the day was chicken and dog and like chickens laid eggs and stuff and also were good for meat so it's like I mean, it just kind of fell to dogs, you know, and then it right. wasn't until the West really came in and Korea opened its borders to the global community that they were like, hey, how dare you do that, you know? Um, and then it cites like some shifts in modern day Korea and how that changes perception right. as well. So without getting into like 
animal rights practices and like the breeding and prepping of meat and like all of those kinds of things. I think just culturally, it's important to, to think about and realize like, you know, we're just different cultures. And I think it is harsh to judge a square on how much it looks like a circle. Right. You know, that's just like not how it's, it's meant to be, but yeah, I, well, I do appreciate you saying that. And I want to walk back me saying that it was more (laughs) of a, I I just want to walk back in terms of saying it was a justification. That was the wrong descriptor. I think Mm. they're working very hard to provide context, like a needed context as to why this has been the case in the next part of the book. We're kind of going to be talking about something similar. Um, But yeah, just, what I what I had said before, I was just like even listening to you talk about it, KJ, and thinking about what I had said. I'm like, okay, that actually didn't really sit right with me, and I do apologize uh, for the way that came out. Um, but yes, I think that they are working very hard to provide needed context because this is something that gets taken out of context on the daily to be to to spew hate and derogatory mm-hmm. things towards Asian Americans, Koreans specifically. So I don't, and, and yeah, so I just wanted to to. And maybe that's why they're explaining that it's happened in Germany and Paris and other countries too. They're showing it. It's a, it's a worldwide practice. It did say something that Koreans kind of took the, the bad rap for. Yeah. They definitely became the scapegoat scapegoat for all countries. Yeah. Yeah, That did it. And so like looking at you, mainland China and Taiwan and other countries. Yeah. Yeah. It did say China uh, ate more. So it's, it's very interesting facts uh, and background on it. It's, you know, everyone can have their opinion on it. It's something that I always wondered, and uh, there's a lot more information than I expected to read out of it. Like I said, I kind of wanted to skip the section, but um, that's. But actually, yeah. thinking about it, I'm glad that it is so in depth because I wouldn't probably ever pursue that piece of knowledge uh, had we not done this and read it in the book. You know, so I'm I appreciate the context, and yeah, I'm saying context a lot because I'm trying to make up for the pr- probably <laughs> offensive way that I described it earlier. So I do apologize if you're listening. Uh, Wusung and Edward. Okay. <laughs> but we're on a first name basis, so yeah, we're it's friends fine. now. <laughs> Slide into Patrick's DMs and tell him about how you're angry at him. Yes, Because you're besties do. now. We are best friends, so you can obviously share your opinions about me with me. Um, so that's and speaking brings, of perception, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Talking about maggot juice, which I had mm-hmm. heard of, which but obviously is a complete falsity. You know? Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, we were just talking about this too, weren't we, with the, our last guest? Uh, well, future guest, I think. Last guest, which will be a future <laughs> aired episode. Or a guest that, whose episode. conversation you will hear. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so confusing. The One of our line. guests, we spoke about this. Can we get the TVA guests. in here? <laughs> Let's do it. Um, but it, they, on social media, posted that they were, look, uh, it's a maggot juice, but it was not maggot juice. It was a prank, and it was actually just a Korean rice punch. Um, just made with rice and, and other flavors and it was kind of you know creamy looking and stuff um so yeah probably Shiki. just some milkus just yeah, kidding just it actually milkus. is shike some milk is that what Shiki. Shiki. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah uh, I, I feel like it's important like the book says the internet went crazy when a foreign couple traveling in korea posted a picture of a milking drink and said koreans drink maggot juice which they later said was just a harmless prank but the damage was already done right so mm-hmm. uh yeah to call uh traditional rice punch maggot juice because it has some floating rice kernels it's a rough time yeah. um you know so yeah, there's a lot of things that look like other things yeah 
but the, the United I, States too, right? So yeah, but the, at the at the bottom of this one, talking about the Bondegi, that is something we talked about. I think it was in yes. the it made it Oof, in the interview yeah. with uh, Nick Messersmith. Yeah. Uh, he had talked about eating that, and he said he we needed to, to try that. it. And we, no, oh, I'm pretty sure we looked it up and no. almost like, yeah. we were like, and we were like, yeah, and then we were like, nah, no, 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 we're not <laughs> gonna do that. So, what is uh, Bondegi, Nathan? It is silkworm pupa. So yeah. a little, I'm not little about bugs. to eat. Not about to eat fossilized bugs. Yeah, but hey, it is rich in bugs. protein, vitamins, and amino acids. I don't care. And, Listen, uh, I'm not Hidalgo. Okay, you know, not about that life. You hey. wouldn't even try it once. No, what I had a friend. I, Hakuna Matata. Had, no, uh, <laughs> slimy and satisfying are not two words that I want to ever say about a food. Um, same. That's also why I don't eat okra because okra food. is slimy. Okay, yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, I like fried okra. So yeah, I mean, no, fried okra is okay. I'll eat okay. anything that's a deep fried. Generally, sure. generally, <laughs> same. Cricket. Um, deep fried but, cricket. I mean, if I can't tell that it's a cricket and I ate it and didn't know, then that would probably be fine. But uh, yeah, you know, like Hidalgo, Viggo Mortensen eats a bug, and I'm like, nah. I have a friend who ate a tarantula in Cambodia, and I did not know that she had that kind of bravery and adventurous palate. But uh, yeah, that's not not for me. Yeah, it brings back memories of the old TV series Fear Factor, where they're, <laughs> where they're eating all these these yeah. weird foods. But then, if you're thinking about it, some other countries are probably going, "What? That's that's normal. It's just a f- yeah. food. It's a delicacy." Yeah, that's not. I'm not yeah. yucking anyone's yum. That's just uh, not a yum for me. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of uh, octopus that we were talking about earlier, there's another uh, section real quick here that talked about live octopus, which we've we've mentioned before about live octopus, and we've seen it in locations and stuff. However, it wasn't really live. It was, I mean, it was like sushi where it was live at one point, but then quickly chopped up and uh, coated with uh, sesame oil and mm-hmm. sprinkled with sesame and other things like that. So it, it was moving because it was just recently cut up, like reflex know, I mean, action. Reflex, yeah. yeah Although I, I, I have seen videos of people eating live octopus, sure, uh, but that feels the little like ones. Just a, yeah, that feels like the same as you know your friend eating a. A live, yeah. or live goldfish or something like that. I've Ugh. seen that happen. Um, and it does uh, say that these come with significant risks. So this is our John Chi disclaimer. Do not try it because death is not uncommon. And there you go. That is our disclaimer. Yep. Moving on. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, I didn't even read that sentence. Interesting. Well, <laughs> I would have died. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. KJ, you want to talk about just some other things that have been kind of misunderstood? that it talks about here um yeah i mean i'll start actually at the bottom of this page because i think it's interesting um and maybe like the most relevant to our readers okay. so if ever you see our readers our listeners if ever you see la galbi um that is not like los angeles style k barbecue um <laughs> the la actually refers to the uh lateral cut so uh it's just a, a different way that uh Galbi is cut as opposed to regular cut Galbi. And that's the one so, with the bones is the LA Galbi, and then the one without the bone is like just strips. Um, with a little hoof looking rib. Yeah, a yeah, little hoof at the end. So, um, I mean, that's so yeah, the one I thought that, that was interesting. That's the one I'm typically used to eating, actually, is the one with the, the bones still in it. The LA Galbi? The LA cut. Yeah, they make oh, that. Oh, I've never seen it like that. They until make that I a saw lot. it in this well, book. Maybe and then because- I saw it in Koreatown. Then I was like, oh, oh hey. Yeah. You know, so. It's popular in LA, and that's maybe why people have thought that it is the LA yeah. 
version or whatnot. But uh, a lot of the times when I've bought it out there, that's how it's come. And you make it and you eat it off the bone and everything, like a little mini rib kind of thing. But yeah, hmm. I, that was news to me too. So that was interesting. I did not know. I did not know there were two different names. So it was new to me too. Yeah. Hey, so yeah, um, this next section is just like funny mistranslations, essentially. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I think are really funny. So the first one is chicken anus. Dal dog cheap. It refers good. to chicken gizzard, but is erroneously translated yeah. as chicken's poop pocket <laughs> slash house. So it's <laughs> really good because jeep means Dong jip. poop house. Poop so house. that's amazing. That's my new yeah, dish. Yeah, I was going to say, I know. Is, you freaking don't, dong jip. Don't be a dong jip. Yeah, that's you my poop new, house. That's our first kid's new middle name. <laughs> wow. Oh you heard it. It is on oh, the record. No. So Patrick and Emily's first child will be first name redacted. I'm sorry, dong Emily. Sorry. Last name Armstrong. redacted. No, redacted. Oh, yeah. They okay. don't. Yeah. So that's interesting, uh, but it's just chicken gizzards. Um, the next one is knife noodles, <laughs> which is garuguksu, uh, which is, refers to the type of noodle that is cut with a knife, but it's just translated as knife noodle. Don't make me so, cut you with this noodle. Yeah. Uh, was, well, it just sounds like they just shred your throat. And like, and that's how Koreans get into screamo music, is they eat some <laughs> knife noodles and then just go into the studio and record. I like screamo music. Uh, and finally, bear soup. Mm. Uh, which is gomtang. Um It is traditionally translated, or erroneously translated, sorry, as bear soup because gom means well-boiled, meaning well-boiled is a homonym with the animal gom or bear. So it's because we don't have that, that mm-hmm. hanja anymore is why it's often erroneously translated. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Bear soup. Another... Interesting. There's, I'm sure there's a lot of things like that that are just not translated correctly. And these these were just three in the in the book. But if you guys know any more, we'd love to hear about them. Yeah, but man, Dongjip. That's Dongjip. So <laughs> Sorry, son or daughter. The soup house. Gender neutral. Dongjip. <coughs> new cuss word. Kids won't. Oh, know. I should say poop house is vernacular for <laughs> oh my gosh for big intestine. So yeah. Is, Poop house. I'm going to be saying that on my bachelor party a whole bunch, and all my white friends are going to go, what are you saying? <laughs> like, Why aren't you more Korean, white friends? Yeah. <laughs> like, why aren't you learning all of this along with me? Yeah. Don't you listen to every episode of the John Chi Show? Yeah. And they're like, Even what? My and I'm friends? like, ugh. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Like, well, John Chi, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to talk and about that. And then we come to something some of you may know more about, which is Jang. Yeah, what was it? It's a Korean sauce and paste. It is the staple of Korean cuisine. It is in many things, lots of things. I'm sure everybody is familiar with gochujang, or not. I don't know. I didn't. I happenstance learned about gochujang like right before we started the podcast. Okay, I was gonna say, well, that is probably the most popular jang, right? I mean, I would assume. Wow, the most popular what? Jang. Dung. Sorry. <laughs> Patrick is Thank just you. calling you out. Here's I the know. deal. It's a, Thank, no, it's a I safe need space to be corrected. When it's, when it's anyone else is here. But if it's just the three of us, yeah. <laughs> nope. just so much. Safety, yeah. That's Safety okay. Off. I need to be corrected. So much is so that I do not around. sound. Was, you said it right the first time. But I, I know. I know. And then you, it went to a hard <laughs> jang. And I was like, that's funny. 
Yeah. I don't, know if, I don't know if that's because uh, I know that as, a, as a, a name and I don't know. It's just. Yeah. No, I get you. Like, yeah, that's that's like the first thing I, I read about it. And yeah. No, correct me, please. I mean, you said it right the first time, so I was just helping well, you along. For that, then, what what are the other ones, uh, Patrick? Can you pronounce some of the other uh, jangs? All, all the jangs. So there's there's ganjang, which is soy sauce. And in there, we have three examples. Uh, Makganjang, which is the common soy sauce used for dipping meiju. Which is dried Made fermented soybean. bricks of fermented soybean. <laughs> yeah, so at the very bottom of let's the page. Let's just talk about bricks yeah, of soybean. Yeah, let's talk of, about that because that is the basis a lot of, for all these types of sauces too. It is essentially dried fermented soybeans that have been oh. pounded into a brick and then, you know, laid out for fermentation and things like that. They, I want to find I, – I did look them up because uh, I wanted to see <laughs> – I wanted to see what a colored – color version of the photo would look like yeah and it's it's brown i mean how it, big is, is just, how big are they are like they're, chip they're size or like brick size i mean like a brick yeah oh yeah. and you're supposed to just dip <laughs> that in some sauce and then eat it that seems like no you don't eat it i mean oh, you, you don't use it. it and you break it up and you mix it in a lot of these things i mean it's made for soy sauce and all these other things but uh, oh, but yeah, just okay. I was reading that I I un- misunderstood what okay, it says. It's the common basis. soy sauce made by dipping major. I thought it was like you dip. Not common the soy major. sauce used yes. for dipping major. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah you just told bad. me you just bite into it's, a brick. No, it is not the grilled cheese of Korea. <clears throat> it is. <laughs> <laughs> See, but also, really quickly, Meiju colloquial, colloquially uh, used as a metaphor for an ugly person. So, <laughs> so if you call a, someone a Meiju Dongchip, they're an ugly, an ugly an poop ugly house. house. <laughs> Jeez. That's like the worst, the worst insult ever. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Um, so the other of the ganjangs are gyopjang, uh, which is a thicker aged soy sauce. And um, yoganjang. Oh, oganjang. which is soy sauce made from fish, which has been fermented for more than a year with salt. So right out of nature's like a fish sauce. Like a, you know, like, like a, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Oh, okay. Fish sauce. So the next, the next category is bean paste, which is donjang. Doenjang. Doenjang. All right. See the O and the E getting me mixed up. Duenjang. Yeah, but if it's E-O, right, it's, it's one o. thing. It's yeah. the whole thing. I don't know. All right, Duenjang. so we got two bean paste. Uh, tojang, which is made by mashing the meju that's not been used for making ganjang. And then uh, makdoenjang. Makdoenjang. Yes. Uh, made by mixing the meju after using it for making soy sauce with salt, barley rice, and chili powder. These all sound like very similar, but yet slightly different. Some of them keep the meiju. Some of them are like pre or post meiju. Like, like is it because the 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 meiju is like I don't know less potent after it's been used to make some of these sauces, and then they used to use it afterwards. I don't, well, I'm I guess curious. because there's so much of it, like you can yeah. probably just continue. No you're waste probably just making of thing. all of the different yeah, sauces I think at once. I think it is yeah, the no waste. You yeah. just oh, keep, yeah, dipping yeah, yeah. The keep using until it. the bricks fall apart. Right. And then the little bit that's left, you can't dip anymore. But if you mash it together, then you make tojang. Yeah. All right. That makes yeah. sense. That's, that's okay. neat. Next category, fermented bean paste, which is chong, chonggukjang. Chonggukjang. Is that right? 
Perfect. Crushed it. And All I've right. had that one before too. All right. And Chonggukjang is made by crushing the salted boiled beans that were fermented for two to three days. So crush those salted beans. Salted boiled beans. I'm going to make you guys eat that in uh, LA next month. All right. And then we have Dambukjang, which is made by adding minced radish and ginger to the Chonggukjang. The fundamental mm. difference between Chungukjung and soy beast pain or soy beast pain, soybean mm. paste lies in the fermentation period and the salt content. All right, I think I've done pretty good. So Nathan, why don't you do the last section? <laughs> sure. Well, the, I only have a few left. The gochujang, which is what we've talked about, is you know the spicy red pepper uh, um, paste with the. Uh, well, this one's with made with. Um, Glutinous rice, which I didn't actually know gochujang had rice in it. <laughs> gochujang. Gochujang. Sigh. Gochujang. <laughs> you slipped into gochujang, yeah. and I was like, what? Wait, hold on. You were doing so <laughs> good. Major power, malt and salt. Malt and salt. Sounds like a new band. Malt and salt. <laughs> and welcome, malt and salt. salt. Okay, sorry. Um, We got cho uh, gochujang. Oh, why is there an extra cho on the bit before? Because it's, it's a type. It's made by mixing gochujang oh, with vinegar. vinegar. So it's a vinegary version of gochujang, um, popularly used for dressings, uh, which is like a right on uh, ho 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 do bop bop ho do rice bowl with That's raw fish. The, I don't know, the, and dipping sauce for the raw fish. So this is what you could use for some sushi. There you go. And then samjang, which is the spicy paste, which is gochujang and donjang. Dunjang. So it's a yeah. mixture of those two, but it also has some sesame oil, garlic, scallions, and onion. And you can use this for food wrapped in a leaf. Sam. Samjang. I'm glad you explained yeah. that O E E O pronunciation. That's helped me a I'm lot. I'm always confused and by that. Gotta, Every time I see really that short hungle, time. Man. Yeah. yeah. That helped me a lot. To, so, for yeah, sure so once that. again, that's <clears throat> Ganjang, Doenjang, <laughs> Choen, Gookjang. And gochujang, <laughs> as as uh, dictated by Nathan. Yes, <laughs> as the so, dictator yes. by Nathan. Uh, yeah, so that we're funny. that is the end of our section. Our talking through uh, covered a lot of ground. But I think it's all really interesting. So yeah. Yeah. we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna get into some jang of our own. Ooh, so jang jang. We'll be jang 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 Food part, hey, food part, hey. We are back with the food part, hey. We are back with the food, food, hey. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the John Chi Show. We are post-break, and we are back with the food part. hey Food part. Yes, food part. everybody's favorite section. We are <laughs> having some jang, Korean sauce, or jang? soup base. Um, specifically, we're eating, I just saw, oh, samjang. Which is the spicy paste made by mixing gochujang and duenjang. Along with sesame oil, garlic, scallion, and onion. But I don't have any food wrapped in a leaf to try it with. We are doing do the mild samjang okay. for our yes, listeners. I, when I bought it at the store, I saw multiple uh, spice levels. I went with mild just to start so that we could get, you know, the flavor of it. Because I didn't want to overpower the spice. All right. That's why I went with the this one. And I, I don't know if I've had this or not, actually, to be honest. So on the inside, it does show a tray of vegetables as it what does. you would use to dip, as an example. Yeah. 
This yeah. one is made by O Food. Oh, it's, it's I see. Yeah. Yep. O Food uh, or their Korean name, which is O Jong Jong One. Jo Jong One or just O Food. So interesting. Um, I refrigerated the, mine. Just oh, I did to, not refrigerate mine. So it says to refrigerate after opening. So you're yeah, good. it says you can refrigerate after, but I just did it prior because I figured it would last longer if I did. I didn't know when so, we were going to eat it. So. Yeah, uh, the directions say for your convenience, remove the lid and cover and the cover film. That made me so, laugh. <laughs> yeah, so in case you didn't know that you need to take off the lid to <laughs> oh, eat the soybean I can't paste. eat through the or the, the film metal. Yeah. That's funny. or the film. Yeah, but then below it it says caution: the color may become darker as time goes by. As a kind of natural fermentation, it's still safe to eat. Sure. So I appreciate that yeah, because yeah. I would be like, is this? I would be looking that up on the internet. Is it getting it bad? Happen. Is it yeah. going bad? Yeah. Why is it dark? So it's a refrigerate after opening business? Yeah. yeah well, right, so it's really tiny writing on the To box. the listeners, I opened mine. It looks like chunky ketchup. Oh, an interesting... It's not a great descriptor, but it's also an accurate descriptor. <laughs> that's an interesting <laughs> smell. It's chunky ketchup. Oh. Mine it's smelled, really I can smell, smell the soy. Yeah, yeah. I can smell the I soy, smell vinegar, the soy vinegar. a lot. So mm-hmm. mine is not. Yeah, I don't know. Mine's not refrigerated. And the vinegar, yeah. Yeah, I smell the vinegar. And it is part solid, part super yeah. watery. If you can see it. Yep. It's pretty thick. It's it's actually. Uh, what are you dipping in that? Cucumber. Oh, you like sliced it. It looked yeah. like asparagus. I heard you say cucumber, and I looked up and I saw an asparagus. I was like, Junior, no. <laughs> it's a deep cut for any VeggieTales fans out there. VeggieTales. Oh, my my first flavor I get is, is sesame. Oh, you're supposed to mix it up? No. I'm, I mean, I'm just dipping. That's I get sesame. Sesame vinegar. A little hint of the gochujang. This would be amazing with sushi or a Ooh, meat. Ooh, sushi or a meat. Yeah. yeah. It's not so great. Not, as, not a great chip dip. <laughs> Actually, it's not too bad. It's got a really strong upfront flavor, and then yeah, it is. Yeah. Like it's like it but hits it really me hard, down. real hard. I wish it was a little place. bit spicier, but I would guess that like the next level up from spice would just be like, "Why are you so spicy?" So <laughs> I, that's what I'm missing. I'm it missing goes, the spice. It goes from like mild that. to ow. This is too mild for me. I think. Mm-hmm. No offense yeah. to the to the actual pace. I think I just would prefer it to be a little bit more spicy. Well, you can always go add some more gochujang. So you know. I could add some of this hot sauce. Yeah, spice it up. Some sriracha. Do a real weird fusion. Yeah, it hits. It's definitely um, pretty strong at the the front of it, and I don't know if that's the vinegar or the sesame or the MSG. It does. This one actually has MSG in it. So warning. Ah, I wondered because it did taste a little um, little seafood y. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to say, um, what did I see this on? I think I saw it on Sulfat Acid Heat. No, no, no. I heard it on. Uh, stuff you should know uh, another podcast um but msg is like i mean unless it causes problems for you it doesn't like cause problems for people and it's naturally occurring in seaweed so if you are eating seaweed regularly but you're for some reason forsaking msg stop that um because your body understands it as the same so msg is just a way to uh season or add salt to a flavor without just adding straight up you know salt nacl to a dish so it adds a different dimension uh, to the flavor so i had we bought recently bought uh kimchi with msg and then but i said to my wife i was like this tastes more like sea like ocean e you know hmm. um but i think it's because they use a fish sauce in it 
And so uh, I just don't like it as much. Like, it's not my preferred flavor. No uh, so I was like, oh, okay, now I can know that I don't want that MSG, you know, that layer of dimension, because mm-hmm. I actually don't like that particular flavor. But Yeah. Well, I know it's in There's some There's no soy reason sauces. not to eat MSG. Unless yeah, you unless you're allergic it. to it or have sensitivity, yeah. which I think That's, it just gives most people headaches if you are uh, sensitive, I guess. Oh, my head! Yeah. So get that stigma out of here. Yeah. Anyways, All right. just a general PSA slash... Yeah, PSA. The more you know. Ooh, as a terrible chaser, I decided to drink down some of my diet cherry limeade after this. And, uh, <laughs> Not good. It was a really terrible decision. Yeah. How many beans? How many beans out of five are you gonna rate this? Hmm. Um. I'm gonna jump in. I think I would give this. I'm gonna give this a pre-rating of like four and a half. Uh, and the reason I say pre-rating is I want to try using this in some other stuff uh, because I think it will really add some flavor, some dimension. It is like a, you know, it feels, I know it's not, but it seems tomato-based. Um, so I think I could use it in a lot of things, especially, like I said, if you were doing like a meat, maybe like as a marinade, or you could like cover a chicken breast in it and bake it in the oven kind of thing. Um, there's a lot of ways for it like to get some good flavor out there. Um, especially like, I don't know, just lately, I feel like I'm just doing the same thing with my meats. And so having this, I think I'm really excited to try this in some cooking and see if that doesn't add uh, some better stuff. And I like it on its own, even just eating it with carrots. So I think preemptively, based on what I imagine this will do <laughs> to my cooking, I'm going to give it a four and a half out of nice. five wow. beans. Interesting. I'm surprised. That's that's a good. Uh, that's a pretty high rating for you. Normally, your ratings are down in the middle, the low ratings on things. I try to be honest about. You know what I mean? Like if something is exactly what I expect, yeah, it's two and a half. You know. <laughs> so this uh, this exceeded your expectations of what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's higher. Good. Well, hey. Yeah, because when I heard soybean paste, I was like, y'all, right? I don't know. Exactly. Plus, I imagine I'd be eating this with a spoon. So I was like, that sounds, sounds like a terrible. Terrible time. It ended up being really good. Yeah. No, I like, I mean, I knew because I've had, you know, like, you know, gochujang. I was like, okay, it's going to have a little spicy kind of flavor similar to it. Um, I've had bean paste before. Um, combine the two and this is what you get. So, um, yeah, I would give it a four out of five just because I, I think uh, it's good on the veggies that I'm eating it with now. And, um, yeah, like you said, I, I could eat it with other items, meat and stuff. I don't think I've ever had it with meat. But uh, but like you were saying, with like a wrap or something would be good. So maybe put it in a wrap, spread it like a you know like a um, a paste in there, and then put all your meat and veggies and things in there. Yeah, that'd be pretty tasty. Four out of five for me. All right. Well, I'm gonna come in a little bit cold and give it a two point five. I think <laughs> I think that I don't know what I was expecting. I like the, your description, Nathan, of it being of taking a bean paste and then gochujang, two things that I enjoy separately, and then you just put them together, and that's what this is. But it's not what I'm getting from it, I think. I don't know. I'm a little turned off by the flavor. I thought it was going to taste differently. But I also want to say that my 2.5 is preemptive like KJ's. I'm going to try this with other things. I'm eating it with chips currently, uh, regular Lay's wavy potato chips. So maybe uh, not feels the like best. A bad- Maybe yeah. not the best dip in. I think I want to try it with some vegetables and dip and then put it on something else. And I will reevaluate uh, either on the show or never and never tell anyone. But <laughs> it's fine. So 2.5 2. <laughs> beans for me for now. Hey, 
I did read that a lot of people said it's just easier, like you were, you were kind of saying, it's just easier to make your own by mixing um, donjang and uh, gochujang. So maybe just making your own at home, mixing it together, you know, because then you can make it to the appropriate spice level and uh, use the two ingredients that you like the most. Yeah. You know, this I might so have that to do would that. Be something interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then, of course, it, of course, you have to add a couple other things to it. The sesame oil, garlic, scallions. But, right. You know, I can definitely taste the sesame oil in this one. So I think I would like a stronger hint of onion. I think if mm-hmm. I could get a little bit more onion flavor, that would be good for me. Hmm. I was thinking a little more garlic flavor for me. Ooh, okay, maybe garlic, but, too, maybe. Yeah. I was thinking a little more meat flavor, personally. Oh, he wants a little bit <laughs> more meat. I wasn't getting enough meat from my carrot sticks. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. What about some dog meat? Notoriously yeah. devoid of meat, those carrots. <laughs> <laughs> they so, are, yeah. So I don't hold that against them. I just thought that I should. I'm live They're saying what we wanted, you know. Oh, hilarious. All right, well, that is it for this week's episode of The John She Show. Thank you, everyone, so much for hanging out with us um, and for taking time or, I guess, adding this into your ear space. Uh, you know, if you're doing the laundry or walking your dogs or driving to work or who knows what you're doing. Maybe you're falling asleep right now. Uh, thanks for listening to us. Um, we would love it if you would take a minute to leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. That uh, really helps us get noticed and uh, helps other people find the show or just telling a friend that also works too. Um, you can, If you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email to Show at justlikemedia.com. You can tweet at us or message us or tag us or whatever at Show on all of our social platforms. Uh, if you want to hang out with us, you can hang out with us um, virtually on our Facebook group, The John Show After Party, or in person in LA, August 29th. That's a Sunday. Uh, yeah, um, the crowd is going wild. Just uh, four days away. Wild. Yep. Um, four days from is now. Is that true? Yes. Well, when oh, we air dip. this. Yeah, yeah. When so this, I just really counted exciting. up. I'm pretty sure Can't this Can't wait to see everyone. So, yeah, bring a mask, because as of now, uh, LA has a mask mandate again. Um, but we will be doing things as safely and as funly as possible. Those are two perfect adjectives that I use perfectly. Yep. Um, if you want to find me in the world, you can find me at Jang the Fang. Just Jang kidding. the Fang! <laughs> at KJ Relke, wherever I want to be found on the... Kang the Jang! Kang the Jang. Um, you can find me at Patrick in the World on Instagram and at Parmesan Strong on Twitter, even though I do not tweet. So follow me so I can get those numbers up, baby. <laughs> Just kidding. Go follow can, me. And you can find me at nnowak uh, on Instagram and Facebook. I think I'm friends with most of you already. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah. our 150 super ravenous fans, because you guys are ravenous for that John Chi content. Hey, we appreciate the comments, the shout outs, the emails, everything that you guys have been sending us. So thank you so much for all of that. We uh, appreciate it for sure. We really, really appreciate it. And that wraps up another week of the John Chi Show. We'll be back next week with another episode on Wednesday. Goodbye. John Chi, hey, oh. Hey, Patrick Ego, he's back again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Let's get some Kool-Aid in this house. What? Oh, no. You better oh, fix a wall no. when my dad gets home from work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no.